You are listening to season 2 of The Nutrition Story, a podcast by Vitamin Angels, a global organization working in the field of public health. This season, The Nutrition Story speaks to innovators, incubators, and other organizations in the sector to understand why innovation is the necessity of the hour and how innovation in maternal and child health can help improve nutritional equity for all when we talk of innovation in public health what do we mean and why is it even important how can innovation help address the problem of nutritional inequity in india what does it take what will it take to make sure that innovations are not a flash in the pan and can be built sustainably to have long term impact today we speak with dr roshan yedri sector leader healthcare will grow innovations foundation an experienced startup enabler with experience of establishing two leading incubators in mumbai dr roshan has worked very closely with more than 100 startups and innovators including at the grassroots roshan thank you very much for speaking to the nutrition story podcast thank you shivraj for the opportunity glad to be a part of this initiative by vitamins angels So Roshan, when we talk of innovation in public health, what do we mean and why is it even important? Well, Shivraj, according to the World Health Organization, you know, public health refers to all organized measures, whether public or private, to prevent disease, promote health and prolong life among the population as a whole. However, in certain economies, citizens particularly vulnerable communities do not have access to high quality public health solutions either due to high costs or non availability of such interventions in their local geographies and adding to the burden of morbidity and mortality and this might be due to several challenges of factors including technology readiness meaning locally made solutions are available or not or whether are they imported manufacturing capabilities which means ability to manufacture certain kinds of innovations access to raw materials and so on and making public health affordable and accessible that which will depend a lot on policies and advocacy budgets economies and costs and i think it is in such circumstances that uh, innovations in public health can create a massive impact one of the best examples in indian context was the ability to provide point of care diagnostic kits for detecting covid-19 generate medical oxygen and manufacture low cost yet robust and effective ventilators and finally the development of the covid vaccine which greatly supported the public health measures in india to manage covid-19 at a national level and later at an international level while these suggest the role of innovations in emergency situations innovations have also played an important role in other aspects of public health as well in fact at willgrow over the last two decades we have been identifying and supporting innovations from the ecosystem that make diagnosis and screening of non communicable diseases infectious diseases and maternal and neonatal health accessible and affordable to economically challenged communities these innovations have reduced the burden on the healthcare system 
by providing frontline workers with point of care technologies reducing the the out of pocket expenditures for patients and ultimately creating new revenue channels for users of these innovations which could be doctors diagnostic centers or hospitals so overall i think innovations definitely do have uh, an impact on public health and it is really important uh, that governments and both the private and the public sector support such a cause so affordability and accessibility how can innovation then help address the problem of nutritional inequity across india see nutrition equity again ensures that all people have the ability to access nutritious and culturally appropriate foods regardless of race education gender or employment and identifying barriers and allocating resources to remove those barriers is vital to achieving nutrition equity unfortunately many children and families especially those in marginalized communities live with food insecurity on the other hand in urban communities we see a high rise in non communicable diseases arising from unhealthy nutritional or food consumption behaviors now in both of these extreme conditions or challenges innovation can play a very important role in overcoming nutritional equity in urban settings digital health and lifestyle or disease management innovations can help individuals be very conscious of the kinds of food they consume amount of exercise they undertake and the hours of sleep they are able to clock in we also have extreme medtech innovations including skin patches sensors smartwatches which can measure important metabolic parameters non invasively helping an individual to make better choices of food and nutrition consumption however in the periurban and the rural geographies the problem of malnutrition uh, can be overcome by deploying innovations that create awareness on the role of nutrition in all stages of growth including neonatal childhood teenage adolescent and adulthood including aging also innovations around nutritious food recipes based on locally and seasonally available ingredients need to be supported the role of kitchen garden in enabling easy access to basic nutrition is i think well documented in the country and the role of asha workers and anganwadi workers in ensuring their local communities are aware of nutritional requirements of their body and the means to achieving them through locally grown ingredients is also noteworthy hence innovations promoting livelihoods in rural communities also can play an important role in building the purchase power of individuals and communities to procure basic nutrition micro entrepreneurship models in several sectors including health have shown the ability of women locally to earn and be financially independent which can have a positive impact on the nutritional status of her household finally access to innovative financing solutions will play a great role in getting access to low risk capital for individuals engaging with livelihood opportunities thereby giving them and their households an opportunity to get access to good quality nutrition and at willgrow how do you see yourselves play an integral role in incubating these innovations to address issues in public health in india 
Well, Wilgro has been supporting and nurturing innovations in the public health sector for over the last two decades, with a particular focus on making diagnostics and screening of non-communicable diseases, infectious diseases, and women health conditions, both affordable and accessible. Now, some of the challenges faced by the healthcare entrepreneurs in this field, in the sector, include understanding the problem-solution fit, the product-market fit, scalability and affordability, and finally, ability to create a positive impact on the healthcare system. So, Wilgro, along with our partner organizations in the ecosystem, have supported innovators to overcome these challenges through mentoring with industry experts, serial entrepreneurs, through tie-ups and collaborations with NGOs and government departments, collaborations with large medtech and pharma distributors, and finally, having relevant you know, kind of MOUs with regulatory and IP firms and investors and venture capital firms. Wilgro has also supported entrepreneurs with pilot testing and validation of public health innovations through technical assistance and diagnostic panels. Wilgro has provided IP and regulatory support when needed and also helped them with fundraising and provided ample visibility to such innovations in mainstream media to promote adoption in the healthcare system. Wilgro has also impacted public health space through programs in climate action and agriculture, where innovations often focus on creating livelihood opportunities through micro-entrepreneurship or local ownership by SHGs, self-help groups, enabling the end users of the innovation to be financially independent, enabling them to get access to good quality healthcare services. While Wilgro has played a significant role in ensuring these innovations reach the final beneficiaries or end users, the role of other stakeholders mentioned earlier are significantly important in ensuring creation of impact on uh, public health. And can you talk us through about one or two innovations that you've come across or incubated that have had positive large-scale impact on ground? I would like to mention three innovations that Wilgro has worked with and supported in the past and also working with some of them currently. The first one is Yostra Labs, which is based out of Bangalore. And their innovation is a medtech device, a handheld device, which can detect diabetic neuropathy. Now, in extreme cases of diabetes, it is known that diabetes can cause a condition called neuropathy, wherein the extremities of the body, especially the lower limbs, tend to get inflamed due to lack of sufficient blood supply, often leading to ulcers and infections, ultimately leading to foot amputation. Now, while India is almost known to be the diabetes capital of the world, a lot of the diabetics are not aware of this problem. And even if they are aware because of the symptoms like pain, loss of feeling in or loss of sensation, they are not able to get medical advice at the appropriate time. And even the healthcare infrastructure today needs 
to depend on five different kinds of tests before they can diagnose neuropathy. So Yostra Labs created this handheld device which combined all those five different tests into a single device. And because it is a very small handheld device, it can be carried, used even in low resource settings or in health camps in tier two, tier three, or even tier four geographies, thereby extending the impact and bringing access to a device at a very affordable scale. Yostra today already is in the market, working with a lot of hospitals, a lot of corporates through CSR, and thereby they are able to create an impact on the society, especially the diabetic community. The second uh, example I would like to mention is Pinky Promise. So this is a digital healthcare innovation. Of course, Pinky Promise is based out of Mumbai and uh, their main goal was to create this platform for adolescent girls and women so that they could address their health concerns uh, at a very low cost, you know, kind of affordable kind of medical solutions. So this is an app which provides awareness to a variety of healthcare issues related to women's health. And post awareness, whenever these individuals need to get access to, let's say, doctor's consultation, the app enables them to get in touch with doctors and consultations are provided as low as 50 rupees. And this is something for the first time we have seen a health model work that affordably. Not only does Pinky Promise get you access to a doctor's consultation at a low cost, but also at the back end, they have tie up with MNCs and including large players in the medtech space like Metropolis, whereby an individual user of Pinky Promise can get access to any lab of Metropolis and get a particular test done at their home, again, at a very low affordable cost. So Pinky Promise is trying to revolutionize women's health and adolescents' health using a digital platform. And the third innovation I would like to mention is the PadCare Labs. So PadCare is based out of Pune and probably the world's first innovation that focuses on recycling used sanitary pads. Now it is a kind of a, such a big problem in the society, right? Today, the sanitary pads are made up of cellulose and plastic and the used pads ideally go to landfills. And the people in the landfills who are actually segregating the waste are often exposed to very harmful kind of, you know, because these used sanitary pads could contain microbes and other infectious materials in, in certain cases, they are exposed to unnecessary health hazards. So PadCare decided that there should be a way to recycle these used sanitary pads. It's a patented product whereby the cellulose, the sanitary pad is first, the used pads are first disinfected. And then the, the innovation actually helps to separate the cellulose and the plastic and the recycled cellulose and plastic can be reused. The plastic can go back into the plastic industry to make furniture. And whereas the cellulose, the regenerated cellulose can be used to make good quality paper, a premium quality paper, in fact. So these are three innovations that Wilgro has been supporting. And we have seen the quality of innovations 
and how they are able to create impact in society at, in different points of health. Wow, so very vast and diverse. But what would you say, looking at all the innovations you've closely engaged with, are key factors in making any innovation successful? Well, there are a couple of factors that Wilgro always looks at when we evaluate innovations and to ensure that they are able to create impact successfully uh, and also able to scale sustainably, right? So the first one we focus on is the team, right? Because the team should not only be passionate about the innovation, passionate about creating impact using an innovation, but also they should be technically sound and also understand the business proposition or the value addition that this innovation can bring to a particular user community. The social impact also becomes very important for Wilgro. We don't necessarily support innovations because they can have a sustainable business and generate revenues, but also we look at whether they can create impact, especially in low economic resources or low economic communities. Also, it is very important to look at the problem solution fit. Are the enterprises picking the right problem? And the problem may have umpteen number of solutions, but are they also picking the relevant solution? And based on the solution, when they create the product or the service, then the product market fit becomes very important. Are they addressing the right market? Because many times we have seen innovators with fantastic products, but they have identified the wrong market and hence they don't see traction. Business model also becomes very important. There are different kinds of business models a particular product could be applied to. So it becomes important what kind of business model will be relevant for a particular community. Ultimately, you want the community to pay for the business or the product or the service. So the model becomes very important. The innovation quotient also is something that Wilgro is very keen to look at. In fact, we evaluate whether there is potential to create IP, whether they have the relevant regulatory approvals so that with this kind of let's say granted patents or approved FDA certifications, it opens up newer geographies for such innovations, thereby ability to also create impact, not just in India, but also outside the country. Scalability is important because something can work in a low volume, but when you want to scale, you need to understand whether the same business models will work or you need to tweak the business models. Sometimes even the problem solution fit or the product market fit needs to be looked at a very different way when you're trying to scale. Ultimately, every business needs to, you know, kind of be sustainable. So fundability is important. We look at the business model and see whether investors will be interested in funding such an enterprise or funding in such an innovation. Because ultimately, I think investors are interested in the kind of value addition it brings at a very you know, kind of large level of the stakeholders. So clearly the innovation quotient is something that you're looking out for. So what will make these innovations not flashes in the pan, but sustainable enough to have long-term impact? See, we have already discussed some of the key factors for making an innovation successful in the market. In addition to the problem solution fit, the product market fit and business models, Public health enterprises must also focus on pricing strategies, mm. right? Because we have seen 
for instance what the kind of pricing works in an urban market might not be accepted in a peri-urban or a rural market so you need to revisit pricing strategies based on the communities or the markets you want to serve it is also equally important to understand competitors while a lot of innovators develop such innovations or products out of their passion many times they are blind to the existence of competitors and understanding competitors is very important and you can learn a lot of business strategies from them value addition to customers and end users also is very important because until unless a customer does not see significant value being added to one's life using this innovation mm-hmm. perhaps a lot of customers might not adopt and hence might not be willing to pay and also impact on the end beneficiary something that will grow is very keen when we support innovations it's not just the kind of revenue that an enterprise can generate but also we look at the impact on these end beneficiaries because if you are able to show the kind of impact on a society naturally you will have confidence in the ability to raise funds for that particular enterprise and last but not the least i think it is not just the founder but the entire team working for this enterprise or for this innovation will have to share that vision and uh, passion how does india compare globally with respect to risk taking behavior or innovations and what do you think is the road ahead now india is now the fourth largest startup ecosystem in the world uh, we are behind the us china and uk while the risk taking behavior in certain thematic areas such as retail fintech it consumer tech media tech are very high perhaps this kind of risk taking behavior is low for certain thematic areas including health agriculture and climate related innovations but however things are changing especially in healthcare and few other sectors the entrepreneurial ecosystem has been greatly supported by a host of organizations including incubators and accelerators set up by the government departments including the atal innovation mission under niti aayog the national science and technology entrepreneurship development board under the department of science and technology biotechnology industry research assistance council under department of biotechnology and a host of other bodies even industry bodies including ahpi which is the association of healthcare providers in india consortium of accredited healthcare organizations which is known as caho nathealth cii fiki also the angel investors vcs and donors including usaid the bill melinda gates foundation pakard foundation lemelson foundation ciff and more such organizations which offers grants and other forms of funding to support innovations so ultimately i think the kind of ecosystem that has been created by these stakeholders has now generated the capacity for an entrepreneur or an innovator to take the necessary risks and obviously if you look at the healthcare market which was valued at 86 billion dollars in 2016 and is now projected to reach 367 billion us dollars by this year and perhaps might reach 638 billion dollars by around 2025 so the, in short i think innovation based enterprises are definitely in a race to pick a part of this pie 
so all the relevant ingredients to kind of enable an innovation or an innovator or an enterprise to take risk has been established in the ecosystem now so quite a vast horizon do you think the innovations across sectors play a key role in helping india achieve its sdg goals by 2030 see according to a, a study published in the lancet by the harvard th chan school of public health the study reports and suggests that india is actually off target for 19 of the 33 sdg indicators and that is what the study found and for critical indicators including access to basic services health services wasting and overweight of children anemia child marriage partner violence tobacco use and modern contraceptive use in all of these indicators more than 75% of our districts were off target and also there has been not much progress made on anemia and the progress towards other goals also have been reported to be slow and that is where i think the government is now very keen to build programs especially for anemia uh, there are two large national programs that was launched as a part of the last year's budget and at the same time considerable new investment is needed to close the nearly 2.5 trillion us dollars annual gap needed to meet the united nations 17 ambitious sustainable development goals by most countries including india so new technologies and innovation based approaches definitely have the potential to fundamentally alter the cost of achieving progress and that is why innovation is critical to advancing the sdgs it can support and advance both the company strategies related to societal impact and initiatives undertaken by new cross sector partnerships at the same time the increased mobilization of capital can help fuel efforts in both these areas in fact even at wellgrow we are consciously supporting only those innovations in climate agriculture and health which aim to create social impact through affordable and accessible innovations while keeping in mind the sustainability of business models used to achieve these outcomes so the differentiator really is about accessible and affordable innovation solutions dr roshan yedri thank you so much for speaking to the nutrition story podcast thank you for the opportunity again you were listening to a conversation with dr roshan yedri sector lead healthcare wellgrow innovations foundation on the role of innovation in addressing the problem of nutritional inequity in india on season 2 of the nutrition story podcast do you have an innovation in the space of malnutrition and maternal health that you want to tell us about talk to us and tell us how you are also a leader of change we would love to hear from you write to us at contact india@vitaminangels.org at